Hi, I'm Kat Stefankovic, and I'm thrilled to be here chatting with you. Um, you want to know the, the, the infamous question, what, what do you do, Kat? This is one of the hardest questions to, for me to answer. Um, well, I am an inter, the Inner host for the Toronto Raptors. I am part of their digital team, um, social media personality. I am a host and personality for NBA TV Canada. I like to drop in the storyteller part um, on the side. I'm also a spin instructor. Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. I know, that's that's a I long feel. business card. <laughs> I know. Wow. Like, hmm, I really got. I really got to work on that. I'm going to write that down. So I was shrinking it. I was shocked when I found out that as a kid you were shy. I was. And to be honest, yeah. I still am. Okay. I am a very private person. Okay. Um, as Catherine. I'm going to say Catherine because that's okay. That's me. Cat's more my. So Cat's not your real name all these years? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Cat comes out. Yeah. Like, um, sure. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I completely was shy, and okay. the stage was where that side of me would come out. Mm -hmm. um, I remember my parents, uh, in kindergarten, that's when it, they first noticed. Um, yeah. I just began speaking English because my first language was Polish. Okay. Um, and it was the Christmas concert, mm -hmm. and I played Mary, and I sang like three solos. Wow. And my parents were like, what? She talks. <laughs> she speaks. Yes, exactly. So that was kind of where things flipped but um yeah the stage brings out a different side of me i love it that's very interesting so if you were to come like into this bar mm -hmm. alone you're happy in a corner nursing a drink on your own and just watching people is that is that who cat is um i mean i don't necessarily think that's being shy okay does that make sense i think that M might no. also almost be being confident and being able to yeah like, i love going into a place and sitting at the bar by myself having you know yeah uh, a drink and some food like I, I i love that that side of things as well okay i think um being shy maybe it's more of opening up to somebody mm. i have to trust them interesting mm -hmm. no because a, a lot of people because i do this podcast yes. and i enjoy hosting events and things like that um a lot of people think that that's and i do love to are? do that okay, yeah so can you relate i definitely okay. i love it when my wife and son like go somewhere, you know, so they've, you know, sometimes on Christmas holidays, he's off school and she'll take off work and they'll go to Calgary or, mm -hmm. or they'll go somewhere. And I love being at home for like a whole week where like there's no one around. Yes. You know, I love going to movies on my own. Completely. Yeah. I'm the same. And I wonder though, sometimes, um, I mean, for me with my, you know, the type of lifestyle I've chosen mm -hmm. where I am in the public's, you know, eye and stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's that balance that I need to just like leave me alone and let me be in my house and like yeah. let me do me for a minute. Um, I think finding that right balance is, is healthy. Mm -hmm. So, so well, I, I, that's cool that you can relate. Yeah. So what was that Christmas concert that you did? <laughs> uh, like junior kindergarten? Yeah. Oh, was it, was it, was yeah, that young? It was like that, yeah, it was that long ago. Wow. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, but like did, when, did you know at a young age that performing – was really your passion what you wanted to do? I think so. Or did that come but later? I, 
I never said, oh, I want to be, you know, a dancer or a singer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I definitely enjoyed that creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I started dancing at six years old, not because I chose to, because you know, mom and dad. Mom said, and dad I put think you this into will it. Be fun for you. Yeah. Um, and fell in love with it. Okay. Uh, but like even my cousins and my brother and sister and I, we would put on like little shows, like when we got together for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. We'd be in the basement, like working hard at this like big, you know, show, and then aunts and uncles and everybody would come down and watch it like that it was just it was a normal every mm-hmm. every week kind of thing yeah so and then yeah i ended up here but you did competitive dancing like that's w- right what sort of dancing was was it ballet was it jazz like i'm curious yeah ballet jazz okay tap was kind of my my favorite really Not kind of was my favorite yeah, yeah i love tap hip-hop do you still um, tap dance don't but somebody brought it up to me so the, the we have a drum crew that uh for the rapper games mm-hmm. that performs the six sticks is what we call them okay um and some of the guys in it were actually in the musical stomp yes so drumming oh. tapping and they're like oh we should we should totally like pull out your tap shoes and try this again so, yeah, that's I, so... I mean i got super excited so obviously i haven't lost so something's gonna, something's gonna happen soon Yes, wait for yes. it. Yes, 2017, 2018 season. <laughs> there's going to be some tap dancing. Tap shoes. Um, but you also played a lot of baseball, from what I understand. Yeah, Tell I me still about do. that. I love it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I was, uh, I know, weird, a ballet dancer and a baseball player <laughs> yeah. at the same time for years growing up. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a sports family. Okay. And not only did we play, um, my sister and I played baseball, my brother played rep hockey and baseball and my dad coached us so mm-hmm. it was and was also a referee so it was like it was it's, everywhere it was, all yeah. around us every day yeah sure so we'd like you know go from the dance studio to the baseball diamond like literally sometimes on the same <laughs> days back and forth um but yeah no i i grew up first baseman uh played competitive baseball and i still play for fun in the summers it okay. was like a part-time job because i say yes to too many games you say to a lot of things that. i just love it that much yeah, yeah yeah so baseball was like my sport mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so you, you you grew up competitively you know dancing competitively mm-hmm. um do you travel a lot with that or with was dance? it locally yeah 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 we traveled totally okay. um some weekends it was to dance competitions some yeah. were to baseball tournaments okay so i i loved the mix um i mean mostly north america how far did you progress? Like, how old were you when you stopped doing that? When I stopped playing ball? Uh, dancing, competitively. Oh. Yeah. Um, I stopped competitively at, I'm going to say 19. Okay. Um, I was teaching at the same time, so continued that for a little bit. What were you teaching? Dance? Dance. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I really didn't stop because then I picked it up in theater school. So I went to Sheridan College for music theater. And okay. And dance was, you know, it's Part a triple threat program, but dance yeah. was my number one. I was considered the dancer, a dancer. Of the theater yeah. class. Well, you know, you have dance, you have singing, and you have acting. And okay. so everybody comes in with their strength. So, ah. so I was part of the, okay. the dance. But, um, I mean, it, we studied everything. So I, I, I really didn't stop dancing until I stopped dancing. No, I take that back. I was going to say stop dancing with the Raptors dance back. Yeah. But then I continued dancing after that as okay. well in the city. So Nice. Yeah. Um, so you went to Sheridan for theater mm-hmm. did you ever think that that's what you were going to do or yes was there a passion for that in terms of being Completely. the theater yeah. yeah um okay so tell me about that tell me that that progression from from sheridan to i think your first gig right out of that was the dance pack right it was yeah yes and 
I don't know why I feel guilty saying it, but like I, I never dreamed of being a professional dancer. Like yeah. that wasn't my like growing up dancing and stuff. I loved it. Yeah. But it was never that next step, and I actually struggled with that next step. Okay. To be honest, um, when high school was wrapping up, I I didn't know what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, because at the time I I don't know if it was if accepted is the right word, but at the time, you know, going into the arts that's not was, a job how can you, you make a living I mean? yeah and, and i am just so thrilled at how that has changed was and it mom or dad that that gave you that speech to be honest yeah neither of them really they were so supportive it was everybody else you were talking and, and doing myself, stuff they were happy like, <laughs> no yeah no my parents i, I yeah. they all of us my mm. brother and sister and i yeah. are very creative souls okay. and have um followed that yeah um what do your brother and sister so. do um, my sister is a life coach and yoga okay. instructor. Yeah. And my brother is actually in, in like, mar- the marketing world. Okay. Um, but he is also the lead singer of a band. And they What's the, I bet you this is, like, a huge travel. band. What's the name of the band? No. <laughs> uh, the Lad Classic. So Okay. Yeah. So they, every weekend, he's he plays shows and, and, and they tour. What and, kind of music? Uh, like, indie rock, alternative, wow. that kind of stuff. Nice. Something, Yeah. So, um, you need to yeah, get you need to get him, him in here. <laughs> love there to, you go. Love yeah, to chat you with love him. to chit chat. Yeah. So, um, so it's yeah. A very creative so, family. Yeah. Uh, so they've always been supportive though, and, okay. and uh, we were very very lucky mm-hmm. because you know a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. That. They were just very like, yeah, go for it, and then I, I say. So why did you try out for the dance pack? Like, what was going through your mind? Was this okay. just like, like another gig or? Yeah. Well, and my mom was always like, you know, you got to get out there. You got to start auditioning. You got to like get your feet wet, That's figure so amazing. out how to do it. And I was yeah. like, okay, fine. So off I go. Yeah. I think I'm trying to think. It must. I know my parents. My whole family was uh, like at my aunt and uncle's house. Like it was a family get get, get together, mm-hmm. and I couldn't be there. And I was like, oh, because I'm a huge family person too. Um, and back then it was like a two day audition. Okay. Anyways, my the question was why did I decide? Yeah. It was you know let's 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 get out there let's let's start uh, feeling out the entertainment world. Okay. Um. So off I went and I landed the gig. Yeah. Um. It was one of fifteen at that time. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. Okay. So yes. So. But that's just no, during the I basketball season. Be. Okay. Yeah. You didn't so no, I didn't want to be a professional dancer. Okay. As, you know my future career. Yeah. But. I guess I used those triple threat skills to kind of crack in, and, okay. and that was the game plan. Yeah, I went after. Nice. Took the road I took. Yeah. So, so you're during the basketball season. You're mm-hmm. dancing. Yes. Do you get to go on the road? I've always been curious about that. Um, as a dancer. Yeah. Like back in the day. Yeah. Uh, we did. We did. Do you travel. make it, you see back in the day like it was like <laughs> two or three decades it ago? It feels like it to be <laughs> honest. Yeah. Um. We did travel. Yeah. We traveled a lot, like with the NBA. So, for example, over the summer there used to be this thing called the three on three tournament mm-hmm. that, that traveled across like Canada. Yeah. And I'm trying to think back now, like we went to places like China and oh, wow. Italy. Yeah. So yes, that's an I experience. Did to travel, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. tell me, what was the most fascinating place as as a as a day? Like, what's the proper term? Dance pack dancer. What, as a dancer, yeah. A dancer, yeah. Where's yeah? Where's yeah, I think China was an eye-opening yeah? trip. What was it about China? Tell me. That was my first season with the Dance Pack too. Wow. So I was so what a new cool to gig. this whole like 
what is going on? And actually, the other girls on the trip were not first years. We're not rookies. I was the, the one rookie selected to go. Oh, so wow. I hardly knew the girls. Literally just made the team, and off we off we go. Like, yeah. Um, so I think it was it was eye-opening for me because it, it was just like, oh, okay, this, so this is real life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I always had the support of my, my family right there. I, I still mm-hmm. lived at home through through college as well. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the 40 people in your class at Sheridan. And yeah. this was like, okay, we're out here. We're doing this. We're doing this alone. Um, so I think I got a lot of that from this trip too. Mm-hmm. Um, and China's like a different planet. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's a whole different way of life over there. I remember we were going, we landed in Shanghai, but then we were going to do some appearances in this small town called Dalian. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're going to a little beach town called Dalian. I was like, oh, sick. I love the beach, right? And they're like, population 4 million. So so that just says what it's like over there. Wow. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah. And they were just thrilled to see us too. Okay. Um, we're very multicultural team we yeah. represent toronto right yeah. and um over there they don't they don't you know see blondes yeah and so that was like you should like the, the reactions were were wild mm-hmm. um just from fans and and just how passionate they were to have the nba there yeah. because i mean when do, when does that happen i know it happens more these days mm-hmm. i feel i feel like in the summer nba i know they go to europe they go to china they go all over the place so it's i think that's wonderful that they do take the game um to different places around the world now but back then it wasn't it wasn't because I was, I was i was going to ask what happens during the off season for a dancer you're back in the audition space yeah picking up gigs here and you're there picking up gigs yeah. yeah and i think that's not only as a dancer i think that's as an actor and a sure. host and an mc and yeah like I, right you every day every week's different and that's yeah um can be good and you know at the same time it's a hard it's a it's a hard thing but i i i love it mm-hmm. i love that every day is different and you I did that, that every week's different you did that for five years yes yeah and mm-hmm. then out of that for a few years you were captain i was yeah, yeah. what does that mean being the captain, of, the a captain? Dan- of the dance pack um i guess well, i'm trying to think of when i when i was on the pack mm-hmm. i think like running rehearsals it's okay. you're just on, you work with the coach yeah so um you work with the coach. Yeah, oh, coach. so there is a coordinator. I'm thinking you're working for the basketball coach. Yeah, no, no, the like dance the coach, coach. Of the dance, the dance <laughs> back. Yeah, so like, um, I'd go over routines with the girls, mm-hmm. um, help organize appearances and stuff. At the okay. time, my coach was actually dancing for Bette Midler in Vegas, so I actually Whoa. did a lot more. Yeah. She was back and forth, yeah. like week by week. Mm-hmm. So I was running rehearsals. Yeah, with my co-captain at the time. Okay, and. Yeah, taken care of much more than than uh, the game day stuff. So, when did um, and so you go from dance pack mm-hmm. to was it straight to in game host or did you go on TV like NBA TV? I think you did a bit. Yeah. Um, what was what was that next? Step the next there? step was still dancing. And, okay. And doing um, NBA TV at the same time. Oh wow. Yeah. So I I don't do you remember a show called NBA XL? I don't know if you remember no. it for Raptors TV. So um, they actually asked to do a feature, follow the, the captain of the dance pack, a day in the life of. So that's okay. kind of, uh, so I said, oh yeah, for sure, this will be cool, right? Yeah. And then little did I know that was kind of like my on-camera test. 
oh, to host yeah. a new show that they had called Raptor Space. Yeah. Um, so I, that was my first kind of transition into television, and I was doing Raptor Space at the same time as I was dancing for the, the was team. Was like a Raptors magazine show? or It was kind of like a variety show, and, okay. and very fan, like the fans would, would uh, submit stuff oh. and... Uh, I'm trying to think what else. And at the same time, I was doing the pregame show for NBA TV Canada as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just the social media minute. When yeah. social media became so hot. When it was so huge. <laughs> yeah, you know Good what I mean? Good timing, eh? <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was my thing. And then I, when I dropped the dance pack, yeah. um, I picked up the microphone in-game. So, it was a, a nice little transition. How was that? Like, going from dancing where you, you can be part of a group mm-hmm. and get lost in that mm-hmm. group. You know, if, if you, were, you were shy, which mm-hmm. you're not. Um, to okay the camera's on you and only you mm-hmm. and you've got to perform like how was that I think it was cool um as much as I didn't go into music theater yeah I still consider games kind of like theater okay except with way more people watching it was a live experience mm-hmm. right and I, and I love the high of the live show where anything really can happen yeah um so I guess I use I use the skills I learned in theater school and yeah. kind of took them into into the game mm-hmm. um yeah, so I, I, it was, I found television harder, to be honest. Okay, what was it about TV? I don't know if it was just more of a pressure thing. Yeah. And, and I was very lucky under MLSE where they kind of said, okay, get go. And I was like, what do you mean? Just go do it, right? They were, they were very open to me learning and growing mm-hmm. on camera. Um, again, I did have that background, but I don't know. When you say, what do you, what do you, TV or... Or a, a live event. What's what's harder to you? I what makes you more nervous? I don't know. I I've never done TV. Yeah, and to oh, be no, honest, I've done TV. the television I was ago. doing was live too. So there you go. Yeah, That's, that was the difference. Yeah, yeah. I'm more comfortable with people. You are. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I had to like talk into a camera, yeah, I don't know how I'd be. Yeah, that'd be weird. Interesting. Yeah. But there's a lot of people in there. Not yeah, really, but, but I, can't see, <laughs> I don't know. Like I can't see. Like I've tried to. I've tried to imagine. So there's been times where a guest would cancel last minute. Okay. And I've thought to myself, can I come into studio, and just record me talking about something? And I can't. I can't. Did it freak you out? I, what am I going to talk about? Like no one wants to know about Kareem. Why not? I don't believe that. Cause no. I, I don't believe that. I believe everybody has something that. That they, like, people, everybody, everything you have to say, somebody needs to hear. That's how I want yeah, to put it. Yeah, but I think someone has to ask me. Okay, fair Otherwise, enough. I would have no clue what the heck is cream. Like, I'm yeah. no... And it's hard to trust that. Like, why do? Why am I a pro at, you know, decorating yeah. hotels? I just say that because we're here. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when, yeah. when are you at that level where, yes, I, I can. I've arrived. I have arrived. I have no I am, clue. Yeah, yeah. I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. I mean, I get nervous enough making sure that the mic is on, that we're, that the recording is working, that the battery is still working. So I get nervous enough doing that. And then, you know, what, what am I going to talk about? Um, okay, so. I dare you to do it, though. Do what? Do it one day. Just oh, I don't know if time. I can do that. Like, I'd have to have something to do. Like, I'd have to, okay, here's a record we're going to play, and I'm going to talk a little bit in between each song. Maybe I can do it's that. It's a challenge. It's a good challenge. Yeah. Gotta go past just that to comfort talk. zone. Talk. That's weird. <laughs> um, okay. So you you this is this is interesting. You know, I, I'm assuming hosting the NBA All Star Game in Toronto is just sort of an extension of your you're hosting another Raptors game, but now it's not just Raptors playing, 
but it is you know the best ba- basketball players in North America mm-hmm. or in, in the world mm-hmm. um, are playing. So I can see that there's maybe there's more pressure, but maybe it's the same. Tell me. Um. Yeah. Good question. And you know what? I I did the All Star Game here in Toronto, and then yeah. I was lucky enough to go down and do it in New Orleans this past year. That's what I wanted to ask you. And next. I think yeah. I was more nervous and. New Orleans than I was here. Because that's a different crowd. It's a different crowd. They don't know who's, and you don't have who is like, your, your support system yeah. with you, right? Like, as much as that building here in Toronto when the All-Star Game was here turned into, like, a place I didn't recognize because mm-hmm. you didn't know the people. You didn't know, like, what the, all the setup and stuff. I don't know. It just... I, it was your home Maybe still. I was able to go home and sit on my couch that yeah. made me more comfortable. And... Um, yeah, I was more nervous. And so tell me about New Orleans. How was that? It was amazing. It yeah. Was... How did they choose you? Do you know? Did you have to apply? Uh, good question. Well, I mean, I had done the one before and I worked with the same team. Okay. So the crew that was on board doing the in-game entertainment part. Mm-hmm. Um, same people. Are actually picked, selected from different teams in the NBA as well. Okay. Yeah. So That's I was working nice. with people from the Bulls and, yeah. you know. Yada, yada. So anyway, so we had worked together here in Toronto. Yeah. And so they had asked me to join them to again continue, in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. How was that experience like? Amazing. Yeah. I say I say it's it's magical, but a lot of hard work. Okay. Um, it, I was actually down there for a week in rehearsals. Wow. Um, before even doing... So I did Saturday night, which is okay. more of a show mm-hmm. than... That's a slam dunk competition, yeah. the three-point... Exactly. So when you think yeah. of it, it's not a game, right? Okay. So it's Fair enough. like... So it's a different three-hour live show. Yeah. So we were literally in rehearsals for all the days leading up to Saturday night. So I think Mm -hmm. I flew in like Monday and we started rehearsals Tuesday. Yeah. And like, yeah, more than one rehearsal a day. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we were in that arena a lot. Um, So again, a lot of hard work, but so worth it. Now, what's the role of an in-game host? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, to hype the crowd, I think that's what people would say yeah. off, off the top, um, to keep those, you know, quieter moments in the timeouts mm-hmm. alive, like keep the arena alive during those those moments. And it's yeah. just to, it's to continue the entertainment. The, the players do the entertaining, and then when they want to sit down and have water because they deserve it for two minutes yeah. and coach wants to talk to them, we take over. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I think for me, it's always important to kind of be on the same level as fans. When people ask me, you know, um, is there any advice when it comes to what you do in game? I say, yeah, just be one of the fans, right? Like, you don't want to be up here. We're all we're all watching this together. We're all fans. Okay. Um, I'm literally as passionate as you are about what's going on there on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of the my favorite parts of my job, to be honest. That's so neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're still doing like TV work. Mm-hmm. What are you doing right now? Is Raptor Space still still running? No. Okay. Um. Well, here you go. The NBA Excel show that I was talking about uh, that I first started. It's a full circle story here. So the one that I first started um, doing, like when I was on to get my role at Raptor Space. Yeah. um, Years later, Mm -hmm. it has come back this season and they've asked me to host it. So there's the the full circle thing. That's how I started and here it is again. Um, So I'm hosting uh, NBA Excel. It's coming back after, I want to say to NBA TV Canada. Okay. So I'm super thrilled to be doing that. What's the show about? Uh, it's a it's just follow in the day in the day in the life. Um, the Raptors. No, we we extended into the basketball culture in this city and ah. and uh, right across the country yeah. and even farther than that, following 
Canadians and their stories. Um, and then even going farther than that. Um, okay. Creators in the city. And and I, I'm just thrilled to, to really showcase a different side of Toronto, too. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting and you see. And we, of course, bring in the Raptors as well. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Sure. It's interesting you, you talk, you, you, you know, you mentioned culture. And, and, you know, to me, you know, basketball is, you know, if, if I were to think of any of the sports, you know, baseball and basketball to me ha, have, have a lot of, well, I don't know what the word is. Um, but, but you can sense that culture is very important. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm curious, you know, you know, number one, I guess when it comes to music, mm-hmm. um, what's what's the relationship between music and basketball Ooh. that you've seen so far in, in, in the work that you're doing? Interesting. I mean, it's a vibe. I, I music is my therapy and it gets me through my days. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the what the how to how to say it when it comes to the two but mm-hmm. like when you think of basketball you think of the two together don't you yeah but it's interesting i think of certain types of music okay completely right. hip-hop rap yeah. yeah 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 definitely yeah yep so why like why doesn't rock and roll fit in that like with baseball i can't think of music yeah, it's it's very interesting yeah and hockey's the same too yeah. right when you think of hockey you think of rock and roll and you think yes of, you think like, of rock country and roll almost sometimes. yeah no i do yeah yeah you're right and is that is that the the athletes Obviously, it's the athletes mm-hmm. too, right? What they listen sure. to. Sure. Um, the expert. But even here, me, <laughs> it's so funny. I just did. I put together a playlist, a game day playlist. Yeah. And like when I'm getting ready for a game, yeah, it's like hip hop, rap. It's like yeah. you know, that's the that's the vibe cat wants. Yeah. But I put together a like walking through Toronto kind of playlist. And What's on your playlist for that? It's completely the opposite. I mean, there's still some like lower key hip hop vibes on okay. there. Okay. You need a beat. I'm All a dancer, right. so you got you got to have the right beat. Um, but then there's old old school stuff like Aerosmith and mm-hmm. um, the Beatles. Like I love that, and I think that's honestly growing up as a dancer. Like when people are like, "What's your favorite type of music?" I'm like, everything. Like it just it's it's the mood that I'm in. Um, you know, cooking breakfast on a Sunday has a whole different playlist mm-hmm. than you know going for a run on the water. So yeah, yeah I does I like I literally don't have a favorite type of music because I just adore everything and it's and it's another creative outlet it's storytelling these songs right so for um for marvel fans they'd be excited to know and maybe they know this that you've been you were in the incredible hulk yeah yeah <laughs> so it now was. was it this last incredible hulk thing yeah or? it was incredible hulk too okay mm-hmm. tell me about that how tell you about that yeah um yeah so i was Liv tyler's double um so there was oh a wow <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot okay. of, like, green screen. So it's not like, you can't be like, oh, there's Kat. Yeah. I, like, but, like, I'm like, when they show Liv, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's That's Kat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of green screen stuff being okay. shot, obviously, because of the Hulk as well. He was not real life. Yeah. Not in, in real life form. Um, so, yeah. So I did a lot of the green screen stuff. Like, there was, there's one scene where they're running through, I guess, it's by the University of Toronto. I don't know if. And she's like running and hiding behind. I don't remember that scene. Rocks. So that that, that was, was you. Ex- that was an example. Just and it was shot on a green screen with two actors standing on these wooden platforms, trying to mimic the Hulk and like carrying me. Like okay, and it was, they had like the rain machines and wind machines. So it was. So you were like a stunt double. I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
So what? yeah, so I, d- I was doing all that stuff. How was that experience like? It was awesome. Yeah. You know, it was my first year in the entertainment business. Okay. So it was an incredible experience to be on these this like massive set and work with people like Liv Tyler and you know Edward Norton was on the set right beside us like it was a very humbling experience wow um so yeah I was very lucky to be to be able to do something like that and and uh live that real kind of entertainment Hollywood dream (laughs) have you done any other movies or no no I mean I did I've done like background work Okay. But um, I've really been focused, like, in the MLSE stuff and mm-hmm. I mean, more hosting and emceeing than, than yeah. doing um, film and television. Would I be against going back? No, not mm-hmm. at all. But I think you have to, like, put that focus on certain elements at, at certain times. So So tell me, a day in the life of Cat. Ooh, Game day. Life. Game day. Yeah. Okay. So basketball just restarted. Uh, <laughs> Raptors are doing well. Yeah. Uh, from what I can tell. Um, I'm more of a baseball guy, <laughs> but um, so tell me, day in the life, if there was if there was a game this evening, mm-hmm. what, what, what did, did I you, do when what, I woke up? Yeah, what did I your probably, day look like? Well, I definitely woke up and grabbed my phone <laughs> and went right to my email, yeah, and my Twitter, and okay, my Facebook. What are you checking on on, on the all these social platforms? Um, well, email, just you know, yeah, email emails. Um, where are I they have still to be playing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there still a game tonight? No. Um, the social platforms, I just chat with the fans and, okay. and I'm really, um, I answer questions. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a tailgate? What jerseys are they wearing tonight? Can I still get this at this place? Like mm-hmm. things like that. That's, that's uh, part of, part of part the day of in the job, life. Yeah. yeah. Um, gotta get up, make a tea and a coffee. Are we getting this detailed? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I, I pull out my laptop and I, and I work for, for a while. Yeah. Um, either writing scripts. Uh, definitely memorizing script mm-hmm. um, because on top of the game, I'll probably have a shoot in the afternoon for Raptors Rundown okay. or NBA XL or that's the thing. Every day is different. Mm. Um, so yeah, memorizing, writing, doing these shoots, uh, depending on the team. Sometimes we want to capture, you know, Canadian Kelly Olynyk coming in. So mm-hmm. we want to have a sit down interview with him for both shows. So and we try to do you. it at the same time. Yeah. So it's, it's all over the place. I, tr- I definitely pregame run or workout. That's, okay. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Um, again, very therapeutic for me. So yeah. it just takes me out of that like kind of insane pace of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a little moment for me. Um, I often memorize script while I'm running. Yeah. Um, like literally it's sitting on the treadmill mm-hmm. while I'm running. Um, yeah. And then it's the arena and... We, we do a game and then to be honest after the game I'm either back on social media or I'm shooting again so they're they're long long days but I, I I'd never complain so and what do you do when the team is away on the road so yeah. we're still capturing content okay um so today I had a shoot for a show mm-hmm. and a, a shoot for um, our store real sports apparel so we yes, did like yes. a little like a little photo shoot mm-hmm. um, so I do stuff like that um or I take it away from the arena and uh, pick up other work as an MC or host. Or I'm still out auditioning. Um, yeah, so, I mean I, I'm a spin instructor, so I'm doing that. Uh, so tell me about the spin inst- <laughs> spin teachering. Yeah. Spin instructoring. What like what do you do? I how do you, how did you get involved? In how that? did I get involved? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
how did I get involved? I was actually invited to the, the new studio opened about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, cool. Okay, great. Perfect. I, I love trying new things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I loved it so much that I said I would love to teach. So Really? So, yeah. So, I trained for a bit. And, okay. And now I, I teach at Spokehouse. Is yeah. it more than just riding a bike? Completely. Yeah. I mean, I think I would. You got to sell me on this because it's just like, okay, it's just bike riding. Oh, what is this? I mean, it's the music. Here we go again. It's the music. Okay. Um, we spin in a dark room with candles, which at first I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Because when I work out, I'm like, lights on. Like, yeah. I need that, like, energy. Yeah. Um, but it's it's wildly, like, the energy, like, it's... That would seem too mellow for right? a workout. That's what I thought, too. But the, but, but it the, is not? No. Okay. No, it's kind of cool. You, you, it kind of puts you in your own zone to, yeah. like, fight through, too. Um, so yeah, candlelit room, the music is loud and that's what kind of drives you too. And I actually found that my, <laughs> excuse me, hosting background actually helped me on the bike because the whole time you're chatting, right? Mm-hmm. So some people have a hard time getting comfortable with, you know, come on guys, let's do this. Like, like yeah. the actual vocal part of it. Yeah. But I think for me, it just came naturally. And then my dance background really helps too. Cause we ride to the beat like in these classes. So oh. yeah. So if like a slow tune comes on, you guys are chilling out. Not that, not chill. that there's any, yeah. So <laughs> they figure. Yeah, but I love it. It feels like a little extension of kind of the dance part side of me. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, and I love giving back to people too, and just get that that whole energy for those forty five minutes. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of giving back, like you, you do a lot of like charity work. I do. Yeah. As well, yeah. So yeah. tell me about that. What do you, what are you involved in? What what charities do you support? Um, I mean, MLSC Foundation. Yeah. Um. That's almost like reasons. you gotta do that. Almost, that's no, almost. No, I don't have to do it. Oh, okay. No, I don't. No. All right. And I and I actually do a lot for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse so, me. So I know they do a lot of work in terms of like refurbishing rinks Completely. and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you do for them? Um, I mean, I'll host these little events. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, when we do, you know, surprises for a school, or mm-hmm. they opened up a new facility in uh, the MLSE launch pad, like Regent Park area. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just host little events that they have here and there mm-hmm. um i actually speaking of smokehouse i put on a ride for mlsc foundation um okay where we kind of kicked off the hype of the season yeah. and all proceeds went to the foundation so that was something that i did on my own mm-hmm. um and then i also support most recently the ms society okay i uh emceed their bike ride this season right. um my best friend uh, has M- ms okay uh, she's actually my old, old coach for the Toronto Raptors. That's how how we met, Dance Pack. Okay. Yeah, who who danced with Bette Midler. Yeah. Um. So she was diagnosed with MS about four years ago. So. Mm. Um, how is she doing? She's doing very well. Good. Very very well. Yeah. She's still dancing. She's still uh, the coordinator of the Toronto Raptors Dance Pack. Okay. Um. So that's yeah. She's yeah. still she's still on board there, and uh, yeah, she's doing great. We actually put on um, a charity show. I'm trying to think, when would it have been? February. Yeah, so f- for her, mm-hmm. um, but she put we put, put together this huge burlesque show. Oh, and did it out in Queen West, and okay. it, it was just awesome. So I was able to bring out my theater side because I got to play a character as kind of the host, ah. the host of the evening, the MC, and then um, the dance pack. There was about let's say twelve girls. They danced their hearts out all night, and it just came together. So we filled the place, and it was just awesome. So we hope to do more things like that. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. And I've been told you do some work with. Uh, Canadian Cancer Society? Is I do, right? yeah. yeah. Um, well, I've been supporting them forever. Okay. Cancer runs in my family. So yeah. that's, oh. you know, you can't really do, you can't, 
do it all, right? So, sure, so sure. Um, I definitely put my my energy into uh, into certain mm-hmm. certain ones, and that's that's a dear to my heart. So yeah. What do you do when you're not spinning? You're not <laughs> dancing. You're not hosting. I come visit you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. What do, What do I do? Yeah. Ah. Uh, what do I love? What does Cat love to do? Like when you're when you're not waking up and you've got work to do. Like what is? I mean, to be honest, Mm. work is twenty four seven. Um, and and I'm okay with that. You have to be okay with Mm -hmm. it. Um, and I am okay with it, and I'm okay saying that. Um, but I again, balance is like my favorite word, and and I've really learned that I'm at my best when I learn to balance work between taking care of me and my seeing family and friends. Family and friends, huge part of uh. My off time. Mm-hmm. My off time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else? I mean, I love running on the waterfront. I love going to the beaches. Mm-hmm. I love travel. Um, nature is huge. Mm-hmm. So if I have the opportunity to escape the city. Yeah. Um, Where would I you do. go? Where would I go? Yeah. I mean, up north camping. Not that anyone's following you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like up... Put me in a tent in yeah. the woods up north for a weekend, and I'm in heaven. Where, where, what's your favorite place you've been camping? Um, Awenda Provincial Park. Sorry, say Awenda. Where is that? It's it's up north. It's by Midland Penetanguishi. Okay. Yeah, it's stunning up there. Mm-hmm. And even I actually, hmm, this is a tie. Tobermory, Cypress Lake. You know Tobermory. I've heard it's of like it. Like four and a half, five hours. Okay. North. Um, we used to go. Every summer, like for two weeks at a time, my family, like my wow. immediate family, for two and then weeks. my aunt and uncle and my other aunt and uncle and our uh, cousins, mm-hmm. yeah, like for one. Went to cottage days. up there nope. or tent? Tenting. Two weeks of tenting. <laughs> That's like it's That's in my intense. blood. I know. That's amazing. It's it was so so much fun. Yeah. So um yeah, when I need like a little bit of a regroup, mm-hmm. um yeah, I definitely escape the city and, and just find the water and trees and mountains and all that kind of stuff. So. That is so cool. Yeah. So tell me, Kay, you've done a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you've you've moved up in the ranks uh, with the Raptors and on the on the entertainment side. Um, what's what's your next big thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a hard question as a as a performer and somebody kind of in my line of work, mm-hmm. um, because sometimes you just get blessed with these opportunities. And, yeah. And to be honest, that's how I feel like under MLSE, where it's just been a constant, like opportunities for growth and and right there in front of me um what are my next steps i don't know um i always want to be storytelling Mm -hmm. i always want to be giving back i mean that's why i do what i do like i i'm i think at the end of the day i'm satisfied when when somebody else but i've made somebody else's day does that make sense sure yeah and i think there's a variety of ways you can do it in the world but mine is is performing and Mm -hmm. and so yeah, storytelling and I don't know, like I just want to do everything. Yeah. That's in my personality. I'd love to go back into television and film. Okay. Um Well, like what would you like to do in television? I would love to try acting again. Okay. Um because I haven't really as much as I went to school for theater, yeah. I haven't really done that much acting. It's been more like I get to be myself on camera, right? Yeah. Um so I would love, love, love to do that again. I would love to write. I'd love to write for like a magazine. Okay. Um, what sort of writing would you like to do? Huh. Good question. What are my choices? Whatever you like. <laughs> I have a feeling there's something in your mind, but you don't want to say it. More 
like advice kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I feel like I, I'm at a, like an age and a stage mm-hmm. and experiences that I've had in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I do have words that are stuck in me that I want to get out. Yeah. Um, so I do a little writing like online, like I, I blog and stuff. Um, but to actually publish it was, is on my bucket list. Nice. I haven't talked about that one in a while. Huh. Like write a book? Hmm. I don't know about the book thing. Okay. Maybe one day. Yeah? Yeah. Because I do have a lot of words. <laughs> I'm a wordy person. Where did Matter of Cat come from? Oh, yeah. So it used to be Raptor Space Cat because of the show. Okay. And then they said, uh, you know, Raptor Space finished. And I was like, ooh, got to change my handle. Um, I don't know. It just literally clicked one day. Yeah. And, and I say it oh, as a Matter of Cat. Like in, in my. Ah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So that's where, yeah. I couldn't tell you. Like, it just literally it just came to me one day. And I was like, ha, yeah, we'll go with it. You'll run with it. We'll run with it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And listen, thank you so much. No, thank you for, for having coming. me. Yeah, it was fun to chat. It was fun to be on this side of things. Nice. <laughs> well, when you host your podcast, I will invite you. If it's okay. If, if, if we I will qualify. Play music in between, too. In between, yes. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you.
that is not my dad My dad is not a wild man He doesn't even drink My daddy's not a wild man On a secret path The one that nobody